Welcome back to Escape to the Magic Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Randy. I'm Dak. And I'm Ryan. And this week, we're talking about the best Disney hotels at every price point. Woohoo! Yeah, guys, I love staying on site. Uh, it's my is, favorite? Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing to stay at some of the hotels. It really keeps you in the Disney bu- bubble. Man, I love staying at the hotels. You know, I'll just tell you, and this is another discussion for another time, but having recently gone and stayed off property, it just reaffirmed to me that I am so right. <laughs> so, oh, so on your <laughs> when trip. I, when I say I've got to stay on property. Where did y'all stay when you... When you guys went, uh, we got a VRBO. Okay, um, okay. and it was it, it was a little different than what we've normally done. Normally, when we do a VRBO. You get like a house or something like mm-hmm. that. This actually was interestingly enough. It was it was basically a hotel room. Okay, um, it was it was kind of at a timeshare resort sort okay. of a situation. Yeah, I see those pop up um, on VRBO. It was very very remarkably similar to an actual Hilton property we'd stayed at previously that was a hotel. Like the layout was almost identical, but that was in California. So this was eerie. So this is in Florida, but, but it was a little bit different, real close to the parks. I mean, like it was a two minute drive to get on to international. I mean, we were, we were right there, but oh my gosh, not the same. It's not the same. And you miss out on a lot of really important perks by staying on property. I think. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about staying at a Disney hotel is this is going to sound weird but the smells so Mm. each hotel that you go into they each have their own like distinct smell in the lobby area uh one of my favorites is beach club and yacht club i just love the smell that that's in the lobby area as you go in there and one of the best ways to take that smell home with you is through the magic candle company so magic candle that's a great segue deck thank you (laughs) Why, thank you. Yeah, so Magic Candle Company is a great company. They bring all the park smells, so not just to hotels, but all the park smells, so that you can take a little piece of the Magic Home with you. So if you go to Magic Candle Company, and actually if you use our promo code ESCAPE, type that in there, you'll get 15% off. So that'll be a nice little discount for you. And we're right around the corner from Christmas, so this is a great you know, stocking stuffer or you know, gift that you can give to a couple of coworkers to help them take the magic home as well. They've got all sorts of packages available. You can get them in different sizes. You don't even actually have to get a candle. They even have just spray scents that you can get if that's your kind of thing. So you can take it with you in your car. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, this is what I need instead of that new car smell. I need some of that Polynesian in here. So I would say, I think, again, this is just my personal opinion. I think from personal experience, their little car scents. They don't last as long as the candles and the other things, but they, I think they smell more authentic yeah. than anything else they have. You know why I think that could be? Because you know how they get those scents in the places, right? Mm-mm. It's a smellitzer. <laughs> <laughs> it is that's a smellitzer, right? right? And, and that's yeah. a real thing. That's just and a it, fun word to say. It's, it's just, it's basically like if you were to imagine a, uh, 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 a room air purifier, but one that actually pumps smells out yeah, and it yeah. does it through liquid, liquid scent. And so you, so you're probably right. The stuff for the cars and everything is probably closer because it's in a purer form than the candle. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. But anyways, whatever you do, bring some Disney home with you. Yeah. yeah. And go again, magiccandlecompany.com. We don't, we don't say that like we, 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 we all love this company, this company. We, we buy their scents. We have them we in our houses. Customers. We are customers. Great smells, great scents. Check them out. Promo code ESCAPE, 15% off. Awesome. So, hotels. Oh, hold up. Guys, we forgot to mention, we've got a guy's trip coming up. Oh, yeah. Have we not mentioned this? Sorry. So, in a couple months... Ryan's our first going off script and Randy's giving. That. <laughs> I'm, like, okay. well, I'm just saying our first. What are you, what are you doing? Our first you ever. Doing? I got an order right here. Our first ever. Our first ever Escape to the Magic podcast guys trip yeah now, we've done these guys trips in the past uh i think this is going to be what our f- fifth at, uh, at least number four well that that's it's the fifth with i think the three of us yes uh, dak and i got a that's we, true a bonus we, we you guys a got bonus a bonus trip, trip in there yeah just yeah. the two of you yeah okay yeah it was our uh escape to the magic <laughs> that was a pr- <laughs> don't make it weird <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> 
But what's fun about this trip, so it's coming up in January. Yeah. We've got at least, what, we got seven guys confirmed right now. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, about this. It's going to be a lot so we of fun. we got a couple of first-timers um, that are coming along with us. And so... I'm yeah, nervous. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm nervous about it. What are you nervous about? There's so many people. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little chaotic. We're going to yeah. have to agree that like some of us are doing some things, some of us are doing other things. Have you guys ever done big big family trips or big group trips before? All the time. Yeah, it's... It can, it be, can be stressful. You, it can be you go you go with the expectation that you know what you can't do everything together all the time. You, yeah. let, let me tell you yeah. why I'm stressed out. Let me tell you why I'm stressed okay. out. He's rubbing his head right now. Yeah. <laughs> Millennium Falcon only seats six people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, that's what's got me stressed out. And and I'm not joking. Like I've been thinking about it since day one. I'm like, what are we going to do? How are we going to split? <laughs> who's going to sit out? I got to be the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll just go in two groups. I mean, we got we got we potentially have up to nine guys. I think coming, maybe maybe ten. Well, did y'all see the text I sent out? I did get. I grabbed a reservation at Vianopoli. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And then Boma the next day. We don't oh have to keep gosh, that I one. Just but, ate at Vianopoli, gosh. but Vianopoli. I, I overate there, <laughs> and I don't regret. I don't understand it, what yeah. that means. Overeating at Vianopoli. It sounds actually. To tell you the truth, I didn't overeat, but I ate more than I normally do. Anyways, it was amazing. Okay. Anyway, I, we had to get that in there. Yeah. Guys trip. Super excited. A couple months away. Yep. Yeah. All, All right. So, so Disney hotels. hotels. Yeah. Yeah. We're so just I wanted to give a, a little quick background on Disney hotels. It's hard to imagine Disney Corporation as it exists today and the way Disney World is set up, Disneyland is set up, even your international parks. Uh we were just out at Disneyland Paris, I think they have eight hotels on property there. Really? Eight? Eight. I yeah. didn't know it was that many. Present. I thought it's, it was like it's two. A, it's yeah. a lot. No, oh, it's a lot. lot. Wow. So anyways, it's hard to imagine Disney. What do they smell like? I did, <laughs> dude, we that, went into a new, newly refurbished hotel there called the New York. Yeah. And it's all Marvel themed. They had like wow. three different versions of Captain America's shield in the lobby and mm. just... Had a chocolate head of Iron Man that was about the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. It was it was amazing. It was okay. uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that um like I say, it's it's hard to imagine Disney not being the hotel resort stay, you know, destination that it is today, but really the Disney company had pretty humble beginnings when it comes to hotels. So if you guys remember as Walt is getting into Disneyland, right? And the first year, I think they had close to about three, four million people come through Disneyland on its on its opening year. So wildly successful. But Walt knew right away. He's like, wow, we're, we're going to have to have some place for people to stay. But at the time, they were just financially strapped still. Yeah. And so they just could not afford it. And they checked with some of your traditional, you know, Marriott and well, other Walt hotel says to chains. Roy, hey, I want to build a hotel. And Roy says, no. No. Yeah. We, <laughs> like, I got to put my foot down. Not. Can't do it. Yeah. So what they actually ended up doing was teaming up with this the, this guy named Rather. I can't remember his first name. Not Dan. Not Dan. Uh, but he was this oil tycoon out of Texas. Also did some film production. And so Walt ends up meeting him at a party of, I think a Christmas party of all things next with him and decides, Hey, let's go into the hotel business together. And so they do, they, they form this partnership. It was actually a 99 year partnership yeah. between Disney and rather, which actually would have carried to 2054. If you could imagine yeah. that, right. The contract, the original contract was, Crazy! You would never imagine Disney agreeing to this. He could build a quote unquote Disneyland hotel anywhere he wanted to build one. Slap the Disneyland hotel name on it and have that. He could have that in Tennessee if he wanted to mm -hmm. and call it the Disneyland hotel. And so he didn't, obviously, but that was part of the contractual agreement between him and Walt. Yeah. And I think Walt just basically had to like, well... 
I want a hotel this, here. This this is where I found money. And yeah, so yeah. This is if I'm going to get my thing. This is how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it became wildly successful, right? I mean, it was cutting edge technology at the time of the you know 1950s and so forth of of California. Um, and at first it was more business class and then it moved into more family and, and just kind of grew and they started adding towers. At one point there was this huge marina there. Anyways, uh, the monorail stopped, the monorail ended up stopping there. That, that was Walt's way of introducing the monorail to the general public. Is that where they had the mermaids? They had mermaids in the marina. Yep. Yep. They had little speedboat things that kids could race around on and. Uh, it was it was a pretty legit. I mean, hotel it, setup. think about that for a second, right? And, and imagine that 19, 1950s, 1960s, and you're in this hotel next to the park. But the way you get into the park is you get on the monorail. Yeah, I mean, this was this really was way out there yeah. at the time, way ahead of its time. I yeah. mean, we take it for granted now when you go to Disney World and you can stop at any of three monorail resorts and get on there and get into the park much easier but back then like the whole concept was just crazy yeah it had a helo pad at one point yep it was wild it was wild so fast forward now to 1971 disney world is being built and walt and roy at that point now they're much more financially stable but they still entered into contracts i don't know if you guys knew this or not but they actually entered into a contract with u.s steel yeah so u.s steel was co-owner if you will some of the the three hotels. Do you know which were the original three hotels? The contemporary was one. Contemporary was one. The Polynesian, Polynesian is another. And Wilderness, and Wilderness Lodge. Lodge. Right. Yeah. Do you know why those were the particular themes? Well, I know this much. They originally wanted to build the Polynesian right outside of Jungle Cruise. That's right. That was the oh, original thought, that's right? right? Yeah. And, and it would kind of be part of it. And then they realized, hey, there's not enough space here to do yeah. this. And so they moved it. They moved it far off. So I can only imagine that the purpose was to kind of mimic some of the lands that you would find. Exactly there. correct. Yeah. So contemporary was to mimic Tomorrowland. Which makes sense. It's right next yep. to Tomorrowland. Yep. yep. And then Polynesian, obviously, Adventure. Yep. Adventureland. And then Wilderness Lodge was going to mimic Frontierland. Frontierland. Which makes sense because it's the furthest away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so U.S. Steel uh, was the co-owners of actually the Polynesian and uh, the Contemporary. But And I know I'm, I'm running a little long here, guys, so I apologize. But eventually U.S. Steel could not meet the deadline. And so Roy... There's no de- deadline like a Disney deadline. Yeah, it's true. yeah. He was like, look. Roy, so Roy, at this point... Walt is gone, yeah. right? Roy is like, no, we are hitting our October October 1st deadline. Yeah. We're not going to miss it. We are going to have hotels open. So he goes up to Pittsburgh yeah. and basically forces U.S. Steel out of the, out of the agreement. Now, uh, they had some, like they still handled some staffing, but at that point, Disney basically bought out yeah. U.S. Steel. And so that's that's the history of of hotels, and then it just continued to grow and and ultimately Disney bought out uh, rather. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that took place and actually after way later. So Ra- after Rather was gone, he had passed away, right? And they- so he had passed along, passed away. His wife and son were running the hotel, and it was. Uh, my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. The two guys. Um, that took over in the mid nineties. Oh yeah, Eisner and Wells. Yes, I don't mm-hmm. know why I couldn't remember. Yeah. So they they approach Eisner and Wells, approach the Rather Corporation at that point, ask to buy out Disneyland Hotel. They said no. Like Rather company said, nope, we're not doing that. But they were now in a financial. They were in a financial spot too. Right, yeah. right, and so they finally agreed, and that protected the Disneyland name as well. That was Eisner's biggest concern is like, yeah. whoa, some of the, the things in this contract yeah. really could put us out there. I mean, you could have the, like I say, you could have it in Chattanooga, Tennessee and have all kinds of weird What's wrong with things. Chattanooga? There's nothing wrong with Chattanooga. I love Chattanooga. <laughs> I'm just saying like, <laughs> you wouldn't expect. You've to said Tennessee it. twice now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. North Carolina. You could have it in Raleigh, North Carolina and, uh, or, 
Wichita, right? I don't know. Anyways, my point is, is that <laughs> Disney didn't want to ex- expose themselves to any, yeah, any yeah. sort of whim that yeah, you got to protect your company, IP. You've got yeah. to, you got to compartmentalize some things for yeah. sure. And, you know, I think that that was Walt's intention all along. Honestly, I don't really think that Walt ever thought that we were going to let this go for 99 years. I think he was always looking at, let me get in the door and I'll solve problem. He'll figure it out later, two, yeah, yeah. later on down the road. Right? right. Because that's what he did. He, he would, he would figure his, figure out how to do it and well and he, he would, the two of them had a general understanding between the two of them walt and he would turn yeah. to roy this is what i'm doing you figure it out yeah from, that, from that, that's right and i think you're right yeah. too i think walt and, and rather had had an understanding like hey you're not gonna sully my name here we're not we're gonna we'll be on the up and yeah, up we're a good it, partnership but, this is working out great you're making money i'm making money yeah yeah absolutely so anyway that that's basically the history so eisner comes in Offers the Rather Company a buyout. They agree to it. And that's when Disney Corporation ends up taking over the Disneyland Hotel. They, of course, knock down some of the towers, the marina. That's how Disney no California Adventure is, is made. What's that? No more yeah, mermaids. no more mermaids. Uh, Ariel's kicked out. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's when California Adventure gets put into place. And... Um, and we're off and running. So now there are Disney hotels literally all over the world. Right. They um they they have a variety of different um levels of service and quality, right? And and so typically Disney kind of categorizes their hotels. They they categorize them as a value hotel, as a moderate hotel, or a deluxe hotel. Yeah. And they have them all over the world and you can get you know, commensurate experiences with that. Typically your value hotels, you know, you would probably equate that more to a motel like situation. You have um, exterior entrances into your rooms. Um, you know, you may not have some of the same quality of amenities inside of um, a main um, lobby area or, 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 or those sorts of things. Your moderate hotels, you'll find a mixture of it where you'll have some exterior entrances, some interior entrances, but, but you'll have a mixture of that. Uh, a little bit nicer furnishings typically inside, you know, additional amenities at the resort. And then your, va- and your uh, deluxe hotels, your, your premier hotels there, you know, there is a, a lot of range in the type of quality of rooms available, but you can get some really outstanding accommodations there. Yeah, I think from a pricing just dollar standpoint, your values or what would you say, guys, probably going to run the cheapest I've seen is about hundred ish dollars a night. And that's typically on a promo or some sort of a deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on, I, so what, on the, I miss the pandemic pricing. Oh yeah. <laughs> we yeah. stayed, we stayed at pop. It was, I think it was at the time we got our, we got an AP discount. I think it was like 75 bucks a night. Yeah. It wow. was incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. a great deal. So yeah, but a hundred bucks typically bucks. with some of the promos out there without promos, maybe about 150 to yeah, 75. That's what I was going to say. It probably range you up to, I mean, if you're talking a true value resort, you could stay at Art of Animation. That runs up around four fifty to five hundred dollars a night, but that's a family suite. Yeah. So you're able to pack in, you know, good good size yeah. family in those. Then your moderates, I would say, are gonna range, what would you guys say? Probably the low low two hundreds to mid four hundreds typically. Yeah. And and that's topping that's a that's a four person accommodation room, right? Typically. That's just your typical hotel room, typically two queen beds or or a king size bed, right? And and it, what's interesting is in each of these three main categories, value, moderate, deluxe, it's not said this way, but I think that there's kind of like a subdivision within each of those three. Like you can get some low end uh, moderate hotels at the lower end pricing and you can get some really nice moderate hotels at the higher end of that, you know, 200 to four, $500 a night pricing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then your deluxe, I mean, it's the sky's the limit, right? I mean, you're, I would say your starting point on a deluxe is probably the Probably the upper fours, lower fives per night. And there's some that run. And that, that again, that's a standard size room. Yeah. Um, 
and there are some that will run you much more, but there's also a larger variety of rooms available, um, including one and two and even three, in some instances at the Grand Floridian, three-bedroom suites um, out at the Polynesian. The bungalows can become available for exorbitant prices. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's basically your own house, yeah. right? You even have your own hot tub on the deck there. So there's there's some wildly diverse accommodations available. And what's crazy is Disney has expanded their hotel empire, if you want to call it that, to like you you mentioned this before. I mean, you can get you can stay on a Disney property hotel in Hawaii, out in South Carolina at uh, Hilton Head. Hilton Head. And uh and then what's the other place Vert uh, yeah, Vero Beach in Vero Florida. Vero Beach. Uh, but, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, they have aid out there in Paris, right? Yeah, so here's here's the Combinations in I Shanghai found. and in Tokyo. Yeah, the breakdown I found was this. So here's your five hotels in Tokyo, eight in Paris, three in Hong Kong, two in Shanghai. The Hong Kong, that surprises me because that is a admitted half-day park. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I think all in all, they own about 56 properties. Okay. But then, again, like we mentioned, just a quick example, at a value resort, you could have three different themed hotels that you could stay at. Yeah. For example. Yeah. So what I thought would be fun is let's just kind of run through, let's start and go low to high. Maybe some of our top one or two hotels that we've either stayed at or would like to stay at and and how we would rank them and why we would pick those over say some of the other resorts within that that category okay so starting starting out at your values uh top one or two value resorts and why okay what do you got ryan well i've only ever stayed at pop century there you uh, go. So <laughs> that's I, your number one. That's my number one at the value. I, I like Pop Century. It's a Skyliner hotel, so you get that access Excellent. to the parks. Um, we were there in the wintertime, so we didn't take advantage of the pools, but the pools were pretty nice. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the dining option was pretty good. Um, did you stay in one of the refurbished rooms? We did. Yeah. Okay. We, I can't remember which building we were in. Uh, it wasn't too far from the main lobby. Um, I think we had... I can't remember. Uh, so... To describe that for us, Ryan, I'm going off of memory here, and it's been a while since we stayed at Pop. That's a regular, is it a queen bed? It, I don't even think it was a queen it? bed. It was. And then they have a Murphy pool I think pull it was a queen, there. and they had a Murphy pool down. Listen, it was just me and my two daughters, and honestly, that was there was enough space for the three of us. Had there been four of us, I'm, I'm not sure it would have. It would have felt felt a little tighter. A little tight. Yeah. The Pop Century rooms, at least the ones that, that we were in, we've done it a couple of times now. They're 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 pretty tiny. Yeah. So uh but you know what? Clean, uh comfortable beds. Um really and it's no, your standard hotel. It's right? your it's your, like Randy described earlier, it's a motel style, doors on the outside. Right. Um, you know, no complaints. We knew we were getting it was eighty bucks a night, so no complaints at all. But um a little on the small side. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, nice place to stay. Yeah. So my top value, we've stayed there probably three or four times, is Art of Animation. So uh, we stayed there. That was one of the first places we stayed when we went as a family to Disney World. We absolutely loved it. So they have um, different theming. So they have Little Mermaid. They have Lion King. They have Cars. And they have Finding Nemo. But the big thing about Art of Animation is they offer what's called a family suite. So it's a larger room. There's a pull-out couch bed. There's a Murphy bed that doubles also as your kitchen table each day. You have a more of a kitchenette type of setup um, for you as far as, um, you know, maybe having breakfast in your hotel room there. And then what we really liked is then you have a one bedroom set up for mom and dad to be in their own separate room. So that that was really nice because it gave us a little bit of a, a, <laughs> a separation yeah. from our kids at night, yeah. uh, which can be needed on a on a vacation. 
when you're when you're spending all that time. But we loved it. We love the theming. It's super fun for kiddos if you have younger ones. I don't know that we would do that necessarily now because now all my girls are teenagers. But at the time, you know, when they were younger, it was a great setup for yeah. a value. So I will I will I will say and um, the value resorts at Walt Disney World. There's really three you've got, and we've covered two of them: Pop and Art of Animation. The third one is All Stars, mm-hmm. and All Stars actually has three of its own categories: right, movies, music, and sports. I've never stated any of them. I do have a recommendation though, and this is just something as you plan your vacation to think about. Um, it's a good tip that we got from, you know, someone in the, in the travel agent circle that, that we associate with. And that is this, uh, don't go stay at all stars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, oh I've, I've actually goodness. heard that. And, and, and let me, and let me tell you why, because w- what you'll find at all stars is you're going to find school groups, right? Yes, that's right. Music, movies, and sports are really all there. And if you're going to have to pick, you really would probably go towards movies rather than sports or music. You're going to find school groups that are there for workshops, for vacations, for other stuff. You And you're going to get all the noise and the the complexity and the wildness that comes with a bunch of school groups, right? Yeah. So you, you, you nailed it right on the head. There's pop Warner tournaments there. There's cheerleading tournaments. It seems like almost every weekend there's a cheerleading tournament. Those resorts are located convenient to where those venues are. Yeah. It's close to the ESPN zone area. That's not what they call it. It's like the ESPN complex. Yeah. Um, They're on property. And so you're right. It's right there. Close to that so that all these, you know, yeah. cheerleading competitions that are going on and Pop Warner football yeah, competitions, yeah. they can get over there real quick. And it's affordable, right? It is. Like it these is. guys are all going on a budget. So and, and I and I do want to say this because I don't want anyone to take it the wrong way. You know, although Disney categorizes their resorts in terms of tier, in terms of price. Like, don't think that because you may stay at one that costs less that you're not going to have a magical experience either. I think that's a really important thing. You know, both Dak and Ryan, you guys have hit this on the head that the theming, the the magic that they try and bring to the folks that are going to be there is going to be just as good. And and by the way, here's a here's a pro tip that if you really want to know, if you're going to use um, Disney transportation to get around, the most transportation buses you will find will be for the value resorts. Yeah, true. Um, I have stated deluxe resorts that have had me steaming mad after I've waited 30 <laughs> minutes for a bus where I'm like, we paid a lot of money for a room and I can't even get a bus here. And I've seen 45 all-star buses yeah, go by yeah. in the last 10 minutes. So, and and I'm only barely exaggerating that. Like I'm, I'm pretty serious about it. So don't think that perhaps because the room costs less that you're going to get even lesser service. I, I, I probably misspoke a little bit when I said that what you'll really find is you'll just find maybe some of the amenities are not quite the same. Right. You know? Um, Yeah. We, I mean, just to button up the values maybe is, is just, again, we loved and did not feel shortchanged at all at art of animation. Like it, like you talk about magical, you are completely engulfed in the theming of those, of those four cartoons I mentioned earlier. And it's, I mean, they have, figurines all over the or statues all over the grounds and stuff like that so yeah you're you're not being shortchanged at all and i would tell you this right because we've kind of played these games before but if i were to plan like a last second i'm going to get away trip that's probably where i'm going to try and book oh, a room, sure. yeah. right yeah. because i'm just going to grab something i may not even spend a lot of time there but it's going to serve my purposes to be there on property get some of that service and go with it now i will say this one of the things that you typically will not find with the value resort is you're not going to get early park access. So all of the parks in Florida typically have for definitely for the deluxe resorts and for most of the moderate resorts, most of the time they'll have early entry or sometimes, uh, well, early entry right now. They used to do later hours. Now that that's a little bit different, but um, on occasion you'll find that too. So there, there are some perks. So I'm just going to skip ahead to moderates. Right. Do it. Hold and on. You don't. You don't get early access. No. You stay at a at a value resort. You do not. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Typically, it's a moderate. Um. They, when they do it, the deluxe always gets that. They recently started adding moderates, and it hasn't always been the moderates either. For a while, it was just the deluxes. So hmm. now, and here's just another fun fact that goes with it: there are far more deluxe resorts than there are moderates or value. 
So the inventory to choose from, overwhelmingly, you're going to find more in that upper upper category. But there probably are actually more rooms with the other two categories True. than there are in deluxe. So moderate resorts. <clears throat> uh, in Disney World, you have Caribbean Beach. You've got Coronado Springs. You've got French Quarter and Riverside, which is actually part of the Port Orleans Resort. And then you have the cabins at Fort Wilderness. And so of those, the only one I've stayed at actually is Coronado Springs. Um, Coronado Springs is interesting because there's actually two components to it. One is moderate and one is deluxe. So there's a tower at Coronado Springs, which is uh, which is deluxe. Um, but the rest of Coronado Springs is a moderate. I've stayed there. I've stayed there actually a couple of times. It's been a great experience. Um, it is an absolutely enormous resort. Like it's enormous. Um, the grounds. The grounds. Yeah. There are so many buildings. <laughs> there are so many rooms available. Multiple the parking bus lots. Stops. Mul- there, I think there are five bus stops all together at Coronado yeah. Springs. So you get on your stop and you may be stopping multiple times before you finally leave the resort. Um, but I've, I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. I actually felt like the room accommodations were closer to a deluxe than they were to anything else. Mm. I mean, great furniture, good linens, um, the shower, you know, it was nicely refurbished. So it was really pretty up to date. I, I can't speak highly enough of Coronado Springs. And interestingly enough, traditionally, that's been one that we have found to have the best prices, um, when you're looking to get something. Yeah, I agree. So we've stayed at Coronado Springs. I think I stayed there with you on our, but that uh, was in the deluxe. That was, in yeah, the that's right. And so, uh, the only other thing that I will add, probably not as much these days, but it used to be more of a conventional or a convention yeah. based hotel. You could see that. So and you would get up. a lot of like corporate groups that would come in. Um, but I agree with you. Very nice accommodations. Very, uh, everything about it was very nice. We, my wife and I did a little getaway couple strip to, uh, to the new Orleans, um, why am I French quarter? I don't know. French quarter, Port Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Port Orleans. That's where we stayed. Sorry. Um, and we loved it. The grounds there are absolutely gorgeous. So it's all themed as, as you would expect to new Orleans and they have the big Oak trees with the, Spanish, you know, moss coming down off of them. They even have hotel buildings that look like plantations. It's gorgeous. It's an absolutely beautiful resort. Um, Port Orleans did have, I, I, I think this is part of their theming, but they did have that exterior door set up. Um, which we thought was a little bit surprising. I can tell you where moderate. that came from. And, and Coronado Springs is the same. It, it is an exterior entry. Yeah. So, but, but still beautiful. So we actually stayed there when I was a kid. It wasn't called Port Orleans. It was called Dixie Landings. Oh. And they merged in the early 2000s, I believe. Mm. Um, to become Port Orleans French or Port Orleans Riverside. So mm-hmm. we stayed in the motel side with the door is facing the exterior. Thank you, professor. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time. I think I was like 12 when we stayed there. Wow. So okay. that was a long, long time ago. So you have a mixture there then Yeah. of some that are interior, some are yeah. exterior. Now, one thing they do have there um, that's kind of fun if you have girls. So this applies to Ryan and I, not to you, Randy, <laughs> but they do have uh, princess rooms. Oh, you know what they also have there is, I believe... Oh, wait, that's at um, Caribbean, I believe. So um, at Port Orleans, they have princess rooms, and it's it's a little bit higher priced, but the whole room theming is all princess-based. Um, so that, that might be something to look into. And then, like I mentioned over, I think at Caribbean Beach, if I'm not mistaken, they have pirate rooms, and they're all pirate, yeah. you know, Pirates of the Caribbean-themed uh, rooms, and those are fun for, for kiddos if you have you're interested in staying in those. And what's interesting is that we talked about prices earlier. So just really quickly on the website. So as of the release of this podcast episode, pop century is about two fifty a night for the standard room. Mm. Coronado, Spring, Coronado Springs is at three thirty three hour rich night. So for oh, an extra be, 80 bucks a night. Yeah. 
That, and that's usually what we have. That's why yeah. that's why I mentioned I said Coronado Springs tends to be on the lower price point there overall. Where when you're looking at it, you're like, mm, it's going to get me early access to the park. Yeah, it's closer and a little bit totally more conveniently it. located. Coronado Springs, by the way, is an excellent location on property. Yeah. It's, it's practically central to almost everything. You are almost an equal distance to get to just about everything. Um, so it's kind of cool. Yep. Hmm. All right, Deluxe. Well, Ryan's got to give us his moderate. Oh, uh going back to your Dixie Landing. Going back to my Dixie we're... Landings. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I believe it's probably Coronado Springs. I, I, hearing you talk about it, Randy, yeah. I, I, you sold me. So that's probably what I would do. Yeah. Good place. Yeah. Good place. Convenient parking. Yes. Relative. I'm all about, I, I like I like convenience, you know. So if I'm staying on site, I want it to be convenient. The only thing about parking that's always been weird for me is I've always struggled to get my magic band to let me into the parking area like I usually have had to push the button to get someone to to raise the gate because yeah. it was gated off. But yeah. anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. So deluxe. Yeah. There's a lot to choose from. There there is a lot to choose from. And I think what and makes, and, and, and and by the way, there's actually two tiers of deluxe. Yeah, that's what I was adjusting. And, and so that's the part of right it. So almost mouth. almost all of these Almost all of these resorts have a second half of the deluxe part of it, which you have just basically rooms, and then you have what they call villas or villas and bungalows. That's right. where you start to find the multi-room suites, the family accommodations, and so on. And all of you, you correct me if I'm wrong, all of your Disney Vacation Club rooms are going to be- villas. Yep. Yeah, and they're all going to be at deluxes. I'm, they're all at deluxes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so- uh, I'll kick off a couple of my favorites that we've stayed at uh, Deluxe. Um, I won't steal your home resort. I'll leave that to you. But uh, I'm I'm stealing it. Yeah. (laughs) So we love, um, I've mentioned this before, we love staying at the Yacht Club. That is a a Deluxe resort. Um, The pool there is out of this world. Mm -hmm. So it's a sand bottom pool. and, uh, And then just... The accommodations there are top notch. Yeah, as probably one of the better, um, at least in the past, one of the better restaurants on on property at in the Yachtsman. Yeah, um, just a great great hotel. Probably for us, for us, and again, we did this as a couples trip one time to Disney. That's I don't know that I would. I don't know that I'd bring my girls there. Um, I don't think they would appreciate it as much as uh, much as we we did. So that that would be mine. And then the other one is um, Old Key West. So again, interesting. Yeah, we loved Old Key West. Now this is one that we specifically picked out for more of a family. We stayed at a Disney Vacation Club room, which you can as a non Disney Vacation Club. Yeah, person stay at right you can get those rooms you can either rent points from a dvc member or you can just buy direct from disney yeah mm-hmm. and so anyways we loved old key west we love the vibe there we love the space of the room and all the amenities that being in a dvc um hotel that that gave us and so we loved it and what you'll find in the villas, you know, in addition to multiple rooms, you'll find typically either a kitchenette or a full-size kitchen. Yeah, we had a full-size um, when, kitchen. When you have when you have one of the multi-room multi-room villas, um, one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, you will get a full-size kitchen with a dining area, um, washer dryer, washer dryer. Yeah, that was nice. You get all of that kind of stuff, and and I'll just tell you, um, we have stayed in the villas in the beach club at the grand Floridian at the Riviera. Um, these are some of the finest rooms that you'll find. And, and the Riviera, by the way, and it helps that it's one of the newest, but my goodness gracious, the accommodations there, the marble floors, the, the master bathroom was mind blowing yeah. in terms of what it offered. Um, you know, the, the jetted tub. It's not like your typical whirlpool that you find in an ordinary house. Like it's a jetted tub that had like this bubbling feature that came up from the bottom and everything. It was it was amazing. 
And it was just so nice. And what was really nice is actually that the bedrooms were far from each other. Yeah. So in other words, it wasn't like the room where the children were sleeping was right next to the master. Like it was literally on opposite ends with a living area in between and a long hallway. Um, so you, there was some space, there was some separation, which after a long day can become really nice. So my, my favorite deluxe hotel, I've always said it without a doubt. It, it's always the Polynesian where the Polynesian lacks for me. And so I'm not going to actually pick it this time where, <laughs> where it lacks is because it doesn't have one of these multi-room options yeah. outside of one of the bungalows. And for me, the bungalows, I mean, they, I, I'm priced out of it. It just, in terms of even DVC points, I don't understand how anyone can stay there based on the points chart to tell you the truth. Um, so I actually would go with the Grand Floridian. Okay. I love the Grand Floridian. Um, I like the food options that are there. I think the resort itself is great. The The accommodations are nice. And for me, importantly, it's a monorail resort. And the power of the monorail resort. Very powerful. <laughs> I mean, you can do anything you want at a monorail resort because yeah. you can get anywhere you want practically. Um, you know, you you need to get to one of the other parks. Well, there's a monorail that will take you straight to Epcot from the Transportation and Ticket Center. Um, there and, and, and at Epcot, then you could go catch a Skyliner, for instance, if you wanted to get over to Hollywood studios, or it's just really conveniently located so that you can get to where you need to. And again, great accommodations, great service, probably the grandest lobby of all of the hotels. I mean, it is absolutely grand. This is where at Christmas time, they have the full size human life-size gingerbread house, Amazing. That yeah. someone actually works in selling gingerbread cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible. Yeah. So I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's amazing to go in there and you're like, as soon as you walk in the door, it hits you right in the face with the gingerbread smell. And, and bonus, you can see the fireworks, obviously, right from your hotel. I mean, you are, you are not even what, what would you say, maybe... Two three hundred yards from the it, turnstiles. It, yeah, it's, oh, it's you're, you're a little further than you're that. a little further than that. But it's yeah. ironic that it's about a mile walk um, oh. if you were to take the path. But it doesn't but seem that way. It doesn't seem that way. Yeah. But what what's interesting is you remember they were going to build the Polynesian right there outside of the Jungle Cruise. Well, really, the Grand Floridian is pretty much right there. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. that's how close it is, and so it's great. Another plug again for the Polynesian. You can watch the fireworks show from the resort, and um, because you have a sound. you have a perfect view of Cinderella Castle, so you can see the fireworks, and they will pipe in the sound that's being the music being played to the fireworks show, so yep. you can see it. Now, there's a little bit of a delay, so you'll hear some music, and then you'll hear the explosions of the fireworks. They're <laughs> not quite in sync like they are in the park, yeah, but you can watch it, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, so let's play a little game. Um, speaking of the Grand Floridian. Theme park view, club level. What do you think the price is average per night? Club level. So theme, theme park, park view, club view. level. Let me tell you the amenities. Includes a beverage cooler, coffee and, but, and a tea station, patio or balcony, and personalized guest services. Plus, enjoy access to the Royal Palm Club. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, I was going to say 1500 a night. You guys are close. 17 That was where I was going to go next if I was low. Yeah. <laughs> 1700 a night. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'll, I will, I know we've been talking about Disney World, but I will also just plug from a deluxe hotel out in my West Coast love of Disneyland. So obviously the Disneyland Hotel, that's a, that's a deluxe. And then the Grand Californian, um, also a deluxe out there. Both beautiful hotels to stay in. We've stayed in each one out there and love them. And I'll tell you what I think is the coolest at the Grand Californian literally has a private entrance into California Adventure. Yeah, it's amazing. That is that is the cool. Like it's directly into the park. You know, the monorail resorts in Florida are awesome because you do have your own security to go through so you can avoid some of the lines. But there's nothing that beats like being able to just go from your hotel into the park and And, back and forth. And literally, like if you get the right room you can look down into the parks yeah as as the day is going on i wonder it, why pretty, they haven't i wonder why they haven't built an additional monorail resort they've got the space right yeah they do 
Well, so they are building an addition at the Polynesian right now under construction is a tower. I'm um, talking about a completely differently, a differently themed hotel. Yeah, and I don't know why differently themed, but the Polynesian Tower there actually will be its own hotel. Okay. So it will be a separate stay, in basically like Coronado Springs, and then the Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs are two separate hotels. It'll be very similar to that. Um, but I don't know. They they do have the space. I don't think it has to be that close. It's, it's not like it has to be right on Bay Lake because the monorail goes for so long. You know, you it could, it could be in between on island on Bay Lake, huh. deserted island. Isn't that where they had that water park? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. There's space. Uh, there but, is, yeah. you know, or or something out there by Epcot. Yeah, yeah. what I say is you've got that line between Magic and Epcot. There's monorail going there. You could do something that wouldn't be too hard, I think. I think people have tried to sneak into that island. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a couple of YouTube videos. yeah. People canoeing over at night. Well, just to wrap up, just to wrap up the episode here, I, I don't think you can go wrong. I think that's the the end message that we'd like to give is you can't go wrong staying at a disney disney owned property yeah um and it'll cost work, you yeah it'll cost I mean, you no uh, doubt no doubt about yeah. that yeah it'll cost you for sure but you're gonna be happy and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna feel engulfed in the magic you'll definitely be in that disney bubble which there's something magical about never leaving the bubble when you're on property there um and with very few exceptions have i not had just outstanding service yeah. right i mean there's always there's always someone who's not having their most magical day behind the counter okay but uh generally staff have always gone above and beyond to make your stay as best it can well, be well if you're paying 1700 bucks a night <laughs> that's a different they, level they better yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right we got a quick quick magical scenario to Kind of wrap up the episode here, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Ready? So here's what I'm thinking. Magical scenario is this. You get to choose one attraction ride vehicle or style, right? And that is your commute to work. So if you're, if you're you know, driving into the office or going into work each day, what ride vehicle are you going to use or attraction are you going to use as your mode of transportation to get you to, to and from work each day? Is, is the monorail on or off the table? Monorail is any, 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 I would call that an attraction. I think yeah. it's listed as an attraction. Disneyland. It is an attraction. That's, yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. It's going to loop. <laughs> hmm. Do you have yours deck? I don't. I don't yet. Let me. I got a. You got I, yours, Randy? I I've got a few I could choose from. Um, I got a few I could choose from. Well, I guess I'll go first then. I I. So I kind of I kind of think two different ways here. I think I would prefer one attraction going into work and then another <laughs> attraction coming back from work. There you go. I think coming back from work, give me something that's a little more relaxing. Yeah. Like the people mover. I love the people mover. So slow. It's it's well breaks down. It's relaxing. <laughs> I tend to fall asleep on the people mover. Yeah, me too. Um, I just, I think I would prefer chairs. Yeah. But going to work. Hmm. I mean, if I could, oh, I don't know. Test track. Okay. I got G- my, give me, give me the got a seatbelt. Got a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. It's going 65 miles an hour. That seems kind of boring though. That's just the car. I'm going soaring. So I'm going with the You're gonna uh, ride a kite to work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. no, the the actual It's a kite. It's a yeah, hang glider. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean I could ride a banshee in the world. Nice. <laughs> that that's pretty cool. I mean, this is this is really hard because I hear what you're saying, right? I'm like, well, relaxing. So I'd ride a monorail. It's air conditioned. You know, it's pretty smooth. You get a little Espanol. But you get a little Espanol. You know? <laughs> oh, I just I just thought of the perfect, perfect then, then I'm Then I'm thinking, I'm like, but boy, but that does seem a little boring. Like it'd be it'd be cooler if I rode in on a on a on a seven dwarves mine car. Oh, right. Nice. Like that'd be cool. Or, or rolling up 
you know, or spinning around in, in one of the Guardian's cosmic things or shoot, let's just take an elevator straight to work and <laughs> fly all the way there. Entire- that, that, that would that's be my a hard ride one. home is I would just be like, all right, I'm done with work for the day. Get me out of here. The Tower of Terror drop. Yeah. Right into but if I have to pick, I'm going to pick a banshee. Okay, that's cool. All right, let me let me let me redo mine. What if, what if I worked in a galaxy far, far away? Ooh, and I could take the Millennium Falcon. Oh dang! All right, you win. Ryan wins. Yeah, you win. That would be awesome. That is it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel like an idiot. Wow. That's it. I'm riding this magical dragon, and he's over there in a spaceship. Oh my god. With Chewbacca yelling at him. (laughs) Speaking of traveling. Yeah, speaking of traveling. So if you're looking to go to one of these amazing hotels, if you're looking to escape from the magic. uh, To the magic. To the the magic. Not from the magic. To the magic. Excuse me. Uh, You can connect up with me. I run a little travel agency uh, called Castles, Kingdoms, and Churros. It... uh, and I can get you a free quote. There's no obligation whatsoever to um, talk with me. And what we'll do is we'll sit down and just go over, you know, what you're looking for out of your vacation, what your interests are. Maybe you are into princesses. Maybe you're into Star Wars. We can go through all the different uh, ways that we can get you to have the most magical vacation. So castles, kingdom, and churros. You can find me on Instagram and I'll help you out with that uh, setting up a escape to the magic awesome awesome well thanks for tuning in to us this week be sure to come back and see us again next week we are here every wednesday and uh check us out on our social media don't forget yeah like subscribe and refer your friends share it with them um drop us a comment send us a message let us know what you think do you have a favorite hotel you like to stay at? Or do you have a question about a Disney hotel? We'd love to answer that. Yeah. Awesome. Great show, guys. Thank you, guys. Later. Later.